Hello, I'm Laurieann Lumby with Soul School, and this is our weekly podcast. And this week's podcast I'm putting under the category of mystics and heretics. The reason I'm doing that is the energies of late have been hmm, excruciatingly chaotic. It's for that reason that I did not post a record or post podcast last week. And for the same reason that at this point anyway, I'm not feeling inspiration for um, a way of love or a soul lesson just for this week. There'll be more, uh, more podcasts coming in that vein. What was coming through for me today is definitely more in line with the mystics and heretics, also known as prophets among us. And I have to give credit to who I think of as one of my soul sisters, Lori Lothian from Lunatic Astrology for a beautiful book that came through her called The Coming Age of Miracles. And I've had her book in my files for quite some time, but I picked it up yesterday, uh, ultimately in a fit of desperation, trying to find, trying to find comfort, ease, uh, a light at the end of the tunnel, some sort of guidance or direction in what has very much been a directionless and guided less time, at least for me, but I think it's true for many as well. And her book, number one, gave me comfort, definitely validated and affirmed many of the things that I have come to believe myself, and also reminded me of where we are in this journey. I also have to give credit to Ruchi, who is an astrologer who does readings for Danielle Dulski's uh, Hag School and Ruchi's recent reading for the coming month of October and reflections on, again, where we are. So the question is, okay, what does this mean where we are? The best way that I can describe that is that some of us, many of us, well, ultimately all of us, have been brought into the world at this specific time for what I believe and what many others believe is a very specific purpose. That purpose is to bring forth a new world, to literally bring forth a new way, a new expression, a new agreement about what it means to be human what it means to live on this plane. And within that, what is our relationship to each other, to the planet itself, and to ourselves? For the last several thousands of years, we have been living in a world that has been defined by fear, power, and control. And we are living through a dramatic time in history in which that world is dying. It seems to literally be going up in flame. 
I've been conscious of that calling on some level since about six, seven years old. Began my own internal journey and external journey that would support support me and give me the tools that I needed in order to be of service to humanity through this time of great transition and great change. That began somewhere around 1999 or earlier. And then in 2008, there was a whole nother level of stepping even more fully into that role of being part of this great transformation that is occurring right here among, within, and in front of us. I can speak for myself, but I think in speaking for myself, I can speak for many others as well. It's an exhausting journey. It is beyond exhausting on some days. And we have been living through this process with the eternal promise of something new coming. This promise that started many, many years ago. And a promise that it seems keeps getting farther and farther away. Just when we think we're getting there it steps out even farther away. So for those of us who have been doing this work for so long, consciously, doggedly, tenaciously, persistently, consistently, many of us are finding ourselves at a place of fatigue, battle-weary, Battle-weary is a good word. Because not only have we been doing this work for ourselves, we've been doing it on behalf of the world. And the way that that is accomplished is through our gifts as empaths. So as an empath, we have the ability to feel, sense, exactly what's happening in our world, especially when there is collective attention towards that something. So when there is political strife, for example, we feel it in our bodies. As we were moving through the pandemic, we could feel the deep grief of those who were losing loved ones to what was a terrifying virus. We might feel the chaos of weather, weather systems, our changing climate and the dramatic changes that those, the dramatic changes that are coming about because of that climate change. We feel the tension of uprisings 
we feel the plight of those whose needs are being ignored or dismissed or not being met because they aren't considered important to the current but dying system. I know for myself that those, that empathy is also accompanied by physical symptoms that defy diagnosis. And maybe there isn't a diagnosis when the symptoms are energetic. Recently, I would say in the last several months, Within that empathic field, there's been increasing anxiety, an increasing sense of chaos and disruption, an increasing inability to find ground. There is there is no longer a sense of stability. Not that there ever really was, but the systems that at once, at one time were perceived as stable are no longer. The things that humanity used to believe that they could rely on, church, government, systems of law and order, education, healthcare, human kindness. All of those things are falling away. Oh, to that I should add the banking system, financial markets, the economy itself. Things that used to be predictors are no longer reliable. Everything is in a state of instability. And human beings are feeling it whether we're paying attention or not. All of this instability and unease, while it's true, they are merely system or symptoms of a system in collapse. What is also true is that we are feeling it and we're feeling it deeply. On some days, for me, the feeling is excruciating physical pain, literal physical pain, crippling physical pain. On other days, it's anxiety that cannot be calmed or contained. 
on some days it's imbalance, dizziness, vertigo. And on many days, it is just a deep, deep, deep fatigue. Again, symptoms with no medical reason or cause, except that these are what we feel as empaths when the world around us is dying. In the early days of this unfolding, unfolding of a dying world and the beginning revelations of something new, in the beginning there was a sense of excitement, hope, there is a shared camaraderie and a sense of collaboration and support because those that are carrying the energies of the dying and the new birth had a sense of enthusiasm and excitement within us. After, oh, I don't know, 20 some years of doing this work, um, it's a little tiresome. And yet, it has been confirmed over and over and over that we don't really have any other choice but to continue to show up for this work. To continue to show up as a source of healing and transformation for the world. But even more than that, to hold that space as witness. That which is unfolding, that which is destroying itself, is all asking to be seen. And we're the ones called to that scene. It's interesting to me that a somewhat new vocation has shown up in the midst of this shifting, changing time, and that is the vocation of death doula. In the context of that vocation, the task of the death doula is to accompany people through their dying, to be a source of support, to be a witness and a listener. to be with them as they weep, as they tell their stories, to tend to the needs of their comfort. The same can be true for those of us who have been called to be witness to this dying world. 
we are acting as death doulas in a very profound and intangible kind of way. At the same time, we are being death doula for ourselves. For as the world is going through this transition, so too are we. And what that means is that as the world is letting go of those things that no longer serve, so too are we called. As the systems that humanity used to consider as stable and predictable and secure, as those prove themselves to no longer be, if they ever were, so too are we invited to move through the grief of the loss of that perceived stability, to be willing to let go of those things that no longer serve, to unhinge ourselves from systems that ultimately were about power and control, but were presented to us in a way as if to say, well, this will help you, this will serve you, this will benefit you. It's good for you to put all of your money in the stock market. It's important that you be mindful of your credit score. So many things have we been invited to see for what they are and decide if we want to continue to be in relationship with that or not. While being in that place of death doula and dying, a witness, a source of transformation and healing, we are also called to hold on to that vision of the new world. To hold on to that, it's not even a belief, it's a knowing. A belief is something that is conceptualized within our mind and requires effort. A knowing is something that is deep in our bones. It is something in the deepest part of ourself where we just know. We just know that there is a new world coming and signs of it are already here. We are invited to hold on to that knowing. Not because if we hold on to it and think about it and give it positive thoughts, 
then it will be brought into the world more quickly or because of our effort. The truth is, this world, this new world that's coming forth is not of our making. It is coming forth, whether we want it to or not, and it is coming forth with or without our participation, with or without our belief, with or without our hope. Because this new world that is coming forth is arising out of divine intent. It is part of the universal plan. It is coming into form. And we can resist it as some systems are doing quite strongly or we can allow the dying and open our hands and our beings fully to receive the new that is coming into our lives. To say yes to that universal intent. To listen intently and deeply to that deep knowing that says not only is it coming, it's already here. Opening our eyes and our hearts to bear witness to the new that's already here. To acknowledge the ways in which we ourselves are part of that new bringing forth that new, sharing that new. This new world is coming, is here. And it's happening through us. And it's coming unbidden. In other words, it is coming from the deepest well of our truth, of our knowing. It is coming from that deep, deep, infinite place of love within us that says it is time for a new world to be born. It is time for the old to pass away. It is time for humanity to experience what life is like when we know that we are love. What is life like when we know that we are love? What does our world look like? How do we interact with each other? How do we want to live and move upon this plane? 
So my message this week is first off, a message of gratitude. Just a huge thank you to all of those who have been part of this consciousness evolution, revolution. To all of those who through their unique giftedness have brought pieces of this mission into this plane. Who have inspired and brought comfort and guidance and support. Those who have shined a light on that which needs to no longer be. while giving us a glimpse into what the new is that's coming, that's already here. So to all of you, all of us, I say thank you. I also say as a reminder to those that, well, all of us, at some point along this journey have felt very, very alone. Alone because we're living in a world that ultimately wasn't meant for us, wasn't made for us, because we were made for the new. And the world in which we've been living has never been ready for us. We're not ahead of our time. We're ahead of our dimension. So to those who are, have felt alone, who struggle with that feeling of aloneness, an assurance that you're not alone. And finally, a confirmation, a confirmation, affirmation, validation that the new world that you feel within your heart is true. It's not something you made up out of your ego. It's not a fantasy. It's not some vision that you created to escape the difficulties of the human experience. It is a knowing, a deep knowing that was planted within you before you came into this human form. It's not a belief. It's not a hope. It's a knowing of who you are and what you came here to be a part of. 
Embrace that knowing. Embrace that knowing. And don't ever forget it. So thank you. Thank you for being part of the bringing forth of the new world. Thank you for your many years and decades and lifetimes of service. And more than all of that, thank you for being the love that you are. Because it is in and through that love that this new world is being born. I'm Lorianne Lumpy with Soul School. And this week's podcast fits in the mystics and heretics category. Thank you for listening. If you found this to be helpful and supportive, please like it and share it. If you're interested in the other programs and services that we offer at Soul School, please visit my website at www.lorianlumby.com. Thank you.